Welcome back to another episode of Dirtcast. I am your host, Madeline Davies. I am here. I am sweaty. I'm sweating out my overalls because, yes, I'm wearing overalls again. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be a good episode because today we are lucky enough to have Deputy Editor Kate Dries stepping in as co-host. Hi, thank you for having me. Also, later in the show, we have Michelle Collins on, who is like an actual TV personality. She was one of the only good co-hosts of The View, I'll say on record. And now she has a Bachelor podcast, and we're going to be talking to her about all things Bachelor. They're going to make it into like an event. It's going to be a big thing. But first, I just want to talk to my pal Kate. Can you tell me how your weekend went? I know one thing you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I went to a monster truck rally and Maddie was there. Yeah, we went to monster trucks in New Jersey and it was way more fun than I could have anticipated. Uh, we took a stretch Hummer limo there, which is the grossest sentence I've ever said in my yeah, life. It was a gross display of uh, consumerism. Yeah, I hate cars that use a lot of gas, too. It also is not really comfortable enough to justify what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, well, we were cramped. I, I was—I didn't feel like—well, I did a lot of stretching after we got out, so mm-hmm. I guess I was pretty cramped. I did, like, a lot of yoga at the house I went to after, which was not my house, so that's— <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, borrowed uh, a pair of leggings, just yeah. went to town. I think the bigger issue was the AC, or lack thereof. Yeah, I feel like um, we kind of paid for our gross consumption— tenfold by like the amount of trouble that ended up being um like we couldn't get dropped off where we were supposed to get dropped oh, off they no. like dropped us off on the side it's of the almost highway. as if you have a car that's three times the length a car should be it doesn't fit places no and like you know people from the fire department don't like it when you block a three-lane road trying to turn around yeah i'd say that generally everything that happened, I had to just like rise up out of my body and be like, I'm not here. It's fine. This isn't happening because normally I would have been freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was very much out of our control, which helped. Yeah. Um, And then it was like, yeah. And then we just like, I can drive a stretch Hummer. Right. Then we went and pounded some Bud Lights and watched some trucks do tricks. Yeah. I really expected the monster trucks to be more monstery. Yeah. There was no Chuckasaurus. No. And they would do like the occasional really cool thing, but a lot of it was not that interesting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, I really liked it. I was, like, surprised at how much I loved just, like, watching cars go off ramps. It was marginally more interesting than the last thing I saw at MetLife Stadium, which was a football game. Sure. That's fair. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, at least, like— Both are things I never need to do again, though. Yeah. But, but I, I think that's, like, a cool way to live your life, right? Like, you do something once, and then you're like, check. I will also, like— say that I really committed to the evening of, like, an experience that I never had before by um, afterwards my boyfriend and I got into a fight in the parking lot, (laughs) (laughs) which felt, like, really monster trucky. Yeah. I'm not from suburbia, so I do feel like there are certain experiences that I've missed out on. And, like, things happening in parking lots is definitely a big category that I would love to explore more in my personal life. Yeah, it just felt like a a new cultural experience. And then it was funny because it was like you kind of judge monster trucks as like being trashy. Right. And then (laughs) here I am just like crying in a parking lot because like someone was mean to me. (laughs) But it was great. But who cares anymore? That's the past. That is the past. And you know what the present is? 
the dirtiest dirt of the week. Yeah. And you know what the dirtiest dirt of the week is? I do. Lean on me. Beyonce had her twins. But did she have them now? Yeah. Is the question. The timeline, uh, just so you guys know, I've been obviously paying attention to the story because how could you not? But I just spent the past like 15 minutes really trying to get like a firm timeline locked down. And yeah. there isn't one, folks. There isn't one. It's a mess. They're suggesting that the babies were born last Monday in Los Angeles. June 12th. June 12th. But there are some fan theories that suggest the babies were actually born at the end of May. And also this news didn't even get to us officially in any capacity. I'm doing air quotes. You guys can't see me. Right. Until this past weekend. Yeah. Matthew Knowles Instagrammed about it. <laughs> Matthew Wunty. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out because if you hadn't, I would have. No, I. that's always like maybe my favorite Matthew Knowles fact. There is nothing better than that fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so our friend GQ's Katie Weaver she posited this whole theory that the twins were born actually at the end of May, which kind of plays out in that Solange canceled a concert on, um, I think, May 26th yeah. is when she canceled this concert and kind of didn't really give a real reason. And then also over this past week, Tina Knowles, Beyonce's very devoted mother, was in New York and not with her daughter who was giving right. labor, supposedly. Right. Which, again, makes me think. Then the babies were already born. There are just so many competing facts. I'm going to reel off some more of them. So I think the Monday, June 12th thing, I was totally on board with Katie's theory. But then uh, there's been some sort of interesting developments in the past week. So like last week, DJ Khaled was like heard t running his mouth about the fact <laughs> that the twins were like about to about to drop, which is like, baby, you are not going to be invited to DJ for her next tour at no. this rate. <laughs> um, but that was kind of like, okay, you don't know anything. Like, that seems unlikely. That's also like reminds me of when Gucci Mane broke the news that Robert Pattinson and FKA Twigs were engaged. Like, he just <laughs> yeah. like in an interview with, I think like Vulture was just like, oh yeah, they're oh, engaged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reporter was like, hmm? Yeah, we're Scoop of my life? Yeah, right. <laughs> There's just so many other interesting things, though. So, like, if we are to assume that sh the twins were born, were being reported as a boy and a girl, though, I'll circle back to that in a minute, mm. that they were born last Monday, then I guess it makes sense that, like, you know, they've been around for a while. Tina would, like, fly this weekend to a birthday party. That's, like, a few days. Right. Beyonce has plenty of people around her. Other weird things that have happened, Obama made, like, a veiled reference to Jay-Z, like, beating him with the number of women he's surrounded by, suggesting that some people thought the twins were both girls. girls? Huh. Jay and I are also fools for our daughters, although he's going to have me beat once those two twins show up. Which is weird. Barry, there are, how dare you? I know. There are no <laughs> photos of her going to the hospital. Yeah. Originally, it was reported that they were renting this house that's five minutes from Cedars-Sinai, but then now people are saying the hospital she actually gave birth in is UCLA Medical Center, which is not five minutes from the house that they're renting. So that's confusing. What else? A couple weeks ago, there was like some of this stuff. I just think they're brilliant and like throwing people off the scent. I think that that is what they I think, do is they release a ton of yeah. different competing information. Like they pay someone to go to the hospital with like balloons, balloons that are so obviously <laughs> like, 
he would never give to Beyonce if she had twins because they're right. from like a drugstore. I mean, and also like other people are having right. babies in that hospital. Right. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not like they built the birthing center for yeah. Beyonce, though I would not put it past them. Yeah. Um, like a few weeks ago, there were these photos of them allegedly building a $1 million maternity ward in their home. Hmm. And like the Daily Mail was suggesting that they were going to have a home birth, which seemed like not Beyonce doesn't seem like someone who'd want to take chances even yeah. if like you were five minutes away from the hospital right it's like a little too I mean I say this as a home birth but it's like <laughs> yeah those babies are clearly like worth a lot more than I am <laughs> So like, you want to protect them. I'd love to disagree with you, but I can't. <laughs> I, I mean, believe me, I wish I could take that as an insult and I can't. Like, yeah. I'm just like, no, it's clear. Like, I think uh, Katie had some compelling evidence, though, before kind of all this stuff came out that was that Jay-Z was kind of in Jamaica recently. And it seemed weird that he would be in Jamaica if like the twins were about to be born. Yeah, especially in like a post-lemonade world. Right. Anyway, I don't know what the answer is. I assume she'll give us whatever she wants to give us whenever she wants to give it because that's how she rolls. We're on on bay time. I'm suckling at the teat for more. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Discussing like a woman who just gave birth. That's a horrifying. It's it's a maternity reference. (laughs) Oh, I got it. (laughs) I did not get it. That wasn't my issue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you're right. We'll know in Beyonce time, which is, you know. On a different... Right. Five years, five minutes. We could be recording this and, like, an Instagram just dropped of her, like, surrounded by flowers. Her, like, two seven-year-old twins. Right. Actually, they were born (laughs) years ago. Our next item in the dirtiest dirt is that Hanson, the, I'm not going to call them a boy band, though they were a band of boys. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would put them in that category, but they're not really, they don't hold true to what you think of that genre as. Yes. I mean, they wrote their own music, unfortunately, you might say, <laughs> played their own instruments. Um, yeah. They hit the airwaves in 1997 with Mbop. I don't know a single other song of theirs. I do because I got into them. Oh, I never, I never, I saw that they had the same haircut as me and my sister and I thought, cool. And then I think that was about it. Well, I used to get mocked by my family because I looked exactly like Zach Hansen. Oh. Yeah. Maybe we should do a side by side for all the listeners out there. They can vote. I'll see see what I can agree. I'll see if I can find the picture of myself in like full braids. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) sure that I see it, but I would love to try. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll show you some some old pics. Cool. But they're still around, but they are, they're like, you know that they're like from, they're from Tulsa, Oklahoma. They like live at a compound together. They're very religious. They all each have like seven kids and their names are all- They're all married, right? They're all married. Taylor Hansen, who was like the cute one, Mm -hmm. he has five kids now. Oof. 
Yeah. And no offense if you have five kids, but that's three too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, only because of my golden rule, which is that you have two hands, so you should have two kids. Otherwise, that's a great rule. you'll lose one of them. Yeah. I mean, tell to be answer. I know. What is she going to do? Grow another hand? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not like she can afford to hire help. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they uh, went on an Australian radio show and um, like were dissing Justin Bieber. So amazing that this happened in Australia. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. A at the key same detail time. of the story, I feel. Yeah, definitely. So I'm sure like the DJ was like, What do you think of Justin Bieber? <laughs> oh, good. I'm <laughs> glad that we have an opportunity to hear Maddie's uh, Australian accent because it's so good. Uh, but like they were playing like kind of like a guess the tune game, and one was Despacito by oh, yeah. Luis Fonzi. Yeah, it's a real um, summer jam. It's a number one hit. I don't think you could avoid it if you tried. Um, yeah, and the Hanson brothers, who are now like very serious musicians, sure. kind of fell into the trap that I think was more true like when like alt rock was really big mm -hmm. which is just acting scornful of pop music like right. that makes you seem more serious but really it kind of just made them seem like an idiot like idiots yeah it's like if future is doing songs with maroon five we live in a whole new world right also like i don't know despacito is a good song yeah also and justin bieber is a wretched human being i don't think any of us can really push back at that idea but like, yeah purpose was great yeah, Journals is good, too. Like, it's, I don't know. You can't really go after his music, and that's the problem yeah. with him, is that you're, like, have to be like, yeah, he's, Did like, a little fucker. Did they talk about the but... fact that he, like, forgot the words to no. the song? See, that would have been evidence concluding yes. that, like, something about him in that song, which is that he doesn't know the words to the song that he released because he doesn't speak Spanish, which, like, if you don't speak Spanish, that's fine, but maybe, like, learn them so that you can perform it one more time. Yeah. Or if you don't learn them, don't just replace it with the names of Mexican foods, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is what happened. <laughs> Again, no one can defend Justin Bieber as a person. Yeah. But I do think it's weird that, like, these, like, weird homeschooled Christian boys were insulting this other weird homeschooled Christian boy. Yeah. Maybe too close to home. Like, he got really successful and they know that they never will. Yeah. It's sort of just like, and especially if they, like, keep turning their nose up at uh, pop music. Yeah. Like, they'll never have a number one hit of the summer. Which, were we expecting, like, Hanson to come back hard? I really wasn't, but I love a story. Yeah. Do you know that I went to go see Hanson in high school? Oh, boy. Because they were coming to our local music store. Oh, boy. Um, and me and my friend went, and it was a really underwhelming experience. Yeah. This is just a side note. I don't really follow the antics of Fifth Harmony, now Fourth Harmony, but <laughs> Camilo Cavello, who is the former Fifth, who's now just, you're supposed to know her by her the name. The One Harmony. Yeah, Single Harmony. Uh was on a radio show and they asked her, I think, like, what she thought of that song. And she sang, like, 30 seconds of it and she sounded incredible. And because she actually speaks Spanish, yeah, she could just, like, keep going. And I thought, I would love this cover. 
and just great. plug her in and then remove the beebs. Well, and also, like, that song is, like, so huge, especially, like, to reggaeton fans. Where yeah. It's like, when I was in Miami, it played even more than it has been playing out of cars in New York City. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a huge crossover hit. So it's yeah. like a really big deal kind of on a weird global level. Yeah, so totally. even beyond it just being Justin Bieber. Yeah. So Camilla, if you're listening, no shade to you being any harmony. And I would love it if you would record a cover of that song. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from these young boy princes with <laughs> voices like honey, there was a really good piece in Variety last week about how Tom Cruise basically micromanaged the new The Mummy movie into complete disaster yeah. because he <laughs> insisted on choosing the director and the editor and he had to like oversee everything. Welcome to a new world of gods. And it just sounds horrible. It's so interesting to like watch these men that I grew up, A, thinking were really attractive, B, thinking that they were talented, like C, kind of thought that they would dominate as blockbuster stars for the rest of my life, like him, Johnny Depp, even like Travolta maybe, just kind of become like sad shells of their former selves, like desperately trying to hold on. Yeah. Like I know that Cruz is still a big star, or so I've been told by like globally, right? the That's people who surround thing. me who are like big Jack Reacher fans, which <laughs> I will not touch with a 10-foot pole. You but, won't reach? No, I won't reach. Uh, <laughs> but things like this, it's it's just like such a testament to the fact that Hollywood will just kind of like let you do whatever you want. It's like past the point that it even makes financial sense. Well, and I think it also really goes to show how insulated Tom Cruise has become. Yeah. And that like, you know, David Miscavige is just always like, no, you're it's yeah. the right choice. It's the right <laughs> choice, man. Yeah, you should definitely pick this director to direct this ma- major blockbuster, even though he's completely ill-prepared for it. Just yeah. Just go for it. I've heard that Tom Cruise is like a joy on set. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard that he's, like, Very really polite, polite yeah. and, like, nice to everyone on the crew. And I just am so curious about him as a person, even though I kind of think that um, there's not a lot going. Like, I feel like he just, like, goes home and, like, you think he's watching TV and then you see the TV screen and it's just blank. <laughs> and yeah. that's just, like, he just powers down. Well, and I think that, like, if you're thinking about the movie complex, essentially, like, You have all these people who make so much money at the top and then all these people at the bottom who make so little money, which is true of many industries. In the case (laughs) – what? Uh, But in the case of, um, you know, things like this, I think more and more we're seeing the kind of behind the scenes of celebrities like kind of getting their way in situations that they shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, Like the crazy things that Johnny Depp does on like the set of Pirates where he's like late all the time or whatever. Like – Angelina Jolie's kind of like weird demanding stuff for like some of the movies she's been involved in in recent years, even though like she's not really bringing in money at the box office anymore. And like the people you don't hear about that are still making a lot of money that like probably could be even more demanding are like Meryl Streep, who just like continues to like kill it. But sounds like a delight. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she, I think she's just like a professional. Yeah. She knows. She's been doing it for so many years that it's just she shows up and she does her work. and Yeah, and it's such a testament to the value, I think, of, like, no matter how rich you are, of having people around you who will be like, you're being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Another um, 
question I have about The Mummy mm-hmm. is, like, we already have two completely perfect Mummy movies that I have been made in the last two decades. I have never seen any of them. <gasps> yeah. Catherine. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're so good. I feel like you would really like them. It's about a mummy that comes back from the dead, right? Well, mummies are dead automatically. I mean, like, but, like, a lo- is a lot, is, like, anthropomorphized, right? He's reanimated, we'll say. Right, sure. And Brendan— And The Rock is in— The third one. The third one. Which is the, arguably the, the weakest. This was the fourth one? This is, like, a different thing. Oh, see, this is where I get confused. Spider-Man is like this, too, where it's like, I lived through a series of Spider-Mans, and then they did a second one, and now they're doing a third one. And, like, at what point am I supposed to tap out? I think I tapped out a while ago, and I can't tap yeah, back Yeah, I can't in. imagine you staying in. I like superhero movies. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, I'm surprised you went to see Wonder Man. Wonder Woman. Not Wonder Man. Definitely not Wonder Man. And, uh, surprise, surprise, I fucking loved it. It was the best two hours and 20 minutes of my life you yeah you got a little feisty when I said it was just fine I think because you were like the I don't know why you wanted to you wanted to celebrate and I was not in a mood I think I've got that way about Ghostbusters too which is weird because I have no like what is the saying shoe in this game that's not a saying (laughs) a dog in this fight yeah sure uh (laughs) (laughs) makes no sense I like it though uh yeah I don't know why I think it's just like I guess I don't see a lot of like huge blockbusters a lot like that and i am probably like a little more discerning (laughs) look at me Um, she is so when i do i get really excited and and like i want everyone to be stoked especially with those two particularly just because it's nice to see women being cool yeah definitely i think that's more of it for me isn't it just a shame though that gal gadot is just so ugly yeah it was a real bummer to just like watch that ugly mug for such a long time i feel so bad for you All those like loving camera caresses around your no, face. No, I could have. I could have sat through another two hours of that. Just like slow pan, like silence, no music. As like sun just like hits her like glorious yeah. massage. Yeah. Did you read like the Joss Whedon stri- uh, script yeah, that was that leaked online? Was insane. I feel it makes me like genuinely sad. Yeah. So I, Joss Whedon like took a pass at the Wonder Woman screenplay. I guess a while ago. The, um, the twists and turns of this stuff is always so confusing to me. And it is wretched. Yeah. It's all about the uh, Chris Pine character. Yeah, it's nuts. It's really all through his gaze, which I guess we should not be surprised by, but I was surprised but by I'm it. But I'm surprised by it in that, like, Joss Whedon created Buffy, who is arguably one of the best female superheroes and superheroes, period, of all time. This is beyond influence. I'm fairly certain I said no interruptions. How could he let us down so hard? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's some, I feel like I've washed the really bad quotes out of my brain, but um, there are some bad ones. And so if you want to go pick up that Twitter thread, I'm sure you can. (laughs) I can't direct you to where it was because it was so many different complaints. Also, it's just like so much happens these days. Who can keep track? I really can't. Luckily, we're here. To, like, It's our job to help you guys keep track. And we're both like, who can say? <laughs> I have no facts. When did Beyonce give birth? I don't know. Tune in for more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
So, our guest in studio right here. I'm staring right at her in her perfect winged eyeliner. So nice. Um, we have Michelle Collins, television personality, <gasps> hostess of Fresh Batch, a new Bachelor podcast, which and other pop culture stuff. It's we today we talked, uh, we just recorded it. We talked Handmaid's Tale, which I'm obsessed with. Yeah, I know I mean, I'm like a little late to it, but it's beyond. No, but that's okay. I mean, it yeah. just ended. Yeah, I don't think you're late to it. Oh, what all, a show. All the Emmy promotions are happening right now, too. Oh, I love an Emmy promotion. Yeah. It's, how, it's truly how I know what to vote for. I'm not a voter, but. Right, but you, <laughs> I mean, you make your vote known. That's oh, always. I'm very public about my fake vote. Everyone I, knows, yeah. Or just like anytime I'm in like a pret and I see a man in a suit, I just assume he is. And so I'm just like, vote for this. And, you know? I am always in Pratt, and I have a lot of opinions about the differences between English Pratts and American Pratts. English sure. Pratts are better. Theirs are better. So much better. But what's funny is they're really not. And this is a twist. <laughs> this is why we're damaged. Because, And I know that this is not what we're here to discuss because no, there's bigger I would, news. I mean, come on. I could talk about Pratt all day long. I, I mean, mean the balsamic vinaigrette is so crack addiction, mm-hmm. delicious, beyond. Um, but I will tell you that you think it's better in England because you can't have it. So you're like, oh, like yeah. again with the, you know, what do we have here? Like the chicken salad with the blue cheese yeah. and the walnuts and like the falafel wrap. And then you go there, you're like, finally, like authentic pret. And it's like cheddar and red onion, fishy tuna. I'm telling you. And yeah. I think I'm going to like it better. And it's drier than the ones here. I'm just letting you know. But you're right. It is better. I think <laughs> I know. And it's maybe it's just like you're like tasting that beautiful London smog. Yeah, It's just like all mixing. All your senses are engaged. It's just where it came from, right? So, it's where it came from. So it must be better. We have a lot to talk about, girls. We do have a lot to talk about. So you are kind of, you're the bachelor expert. You've touched the franchise. You've touched it. I have. You're you're you are technically a part of it. Yeah. Not even technically, you are. I have to say that that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'm not even just saying that. I just am into facts. That's all. Yeah. Um, I'm very lucky. Yeah. And I really mean that. And then I got to work on the after show last summer, which was the most fun I've ever had. And I really mean that. Yeah. It's, it was a hard job because, you know, I live tweet the episodes each week. Yeah. Um, and I love doing it. I make gifts. Like, it's really fun for me. But... I don't realize that when I'm talking shit about people on the show, like people who are begging to be talked about, not just like right. nice, you know, I'm nice. Like I'm not going after like lovely people, you know. Or it's not just like the cashier at Pret who you're just like, that dumb bitch. I love all the cashiers <laughs> yeah. at Pret. No, you're mistaken. They are. And I'm I, saying very you're not friendly. going after. So nice. Yeah. And I write, Believe um, me, I'm not insulting the cashiers at Pret, ladies. Yourself. <laughs> We're very pro Pret They people always here. say hello in such a nice way. They, are they nice. always say next in such a nice way. I have to say at Starbucks too, for the most part, 98% are very friendly. Mm-hmm. I will say Anyways, um, so yes, but it's hard because certain times, you know, I'll go in on someone and then I have to meet them. And actually who I'm thinking about, and I think they just got married, is Evan from last mm-hmm. season. Oh, who I met- hate Evan. Sorry. No, but, you know, but that's the problem is that you think you hate Evan and you're yeah, like, oh, right. he's so like, whatever. I, like, meanwhile, I get myself into bigger trouble. I'm like, he's so this and this. But then you have to interview him. And obviously, if it were me, I'd be like, fuck this bitch. And I wouldn't be friendly or anything. And he actually was very nice. And he's I great. bet he was. I no, bet he, he was, was nice. Well, he wasn't. Carly was nice. They're very in love. Ugh, that's very nuts. In love. It's, it's nuts. so crazy that that relationship from Bachelor in Paradise has flourished and they just got married. Yes, they did. But so did Jade and um, Tanner, Tanner. Yeah. They seem different, though, somehow. Like Jade and Tanner were always, what are they called? Janner? Is that what Janner. people call her? Yeah. <laughs> call them. Kylie Janner. They're very um, relaxed, those two. Yeah. They're chill. And they're having a baby. I don't know. I guess at this point I shouldn't be surprised when it works out since that's the premise of the franchise. But it just does seem so counter to everything that they do. 
Yeah. I mean, that's the ben- that's the bonus. I almost wonder if it's like a birthright thing too, where it's like they've lived through something, so you feel like you yeah. share this. Oh, I it totally has to be. think that's a part of it. It's yeah. like you're the only two people who've had the same ex- weird experience. You've yeah. both gone through like a really traumatic event together. Yes, and yes. exactly. <laughs> that's <in> right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I meet everybody. Um, but yeah, so no, I have I've been blessed, I will say. Do you know who I felt was like the Evan of this season? Talk to me. Um, was the really like red faced crazy guy who was trying to fight with um, Lucas? Wabu? Was that his name? Yeah, the guy oh, was trying the to fight with Wabu. This current Bachelorette season. Oh, I hate that guy. The, um, oh, Blake. Just get back to your garbage clown life, dude. My clown life? Yeah, because I'm a clown. I'm a clown no, no, hold on, because hold on. I can be funny. No. You don't even know what funny looks like. Funny is not Waboom. Waboom is like, waka, waka, fly in your face, waka, waka, park joke. Like, if somebody said, how would you summarize Lucas in one word? I would say, waboom. And they were both on a reality TV show together before this, which is- Were they? Yeah, they were both on this Wii TV show called, like, something about exes and you go on the show and then they bring your ex on or something. Dance moms. And so all of this, <laughs> that's it. God, they look great. Yeah, so right. all of their drama was like- before the show, all that stuff they were saying about Blake's roommate, Lucas's ex, was all like this girl that had been on the show with them also. Weird. I did yeah. not know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look how educated really, you are. I'm so I mean, impressed. too educated, one yeah. might say. I just felt like he was like – he did the Evan move, which instead of like focusing on yourself, like you zero in on like another guy, mm-hmm. which right. Evan did with Chad. Ugh, Chad. Hot in person. Don't hate me for it. I mean, hot I think on he's TV, hot too. On television. He's, hot. Yeah. he's hot. He definitely is only 40% in on the joke, I think, which is sad. <laughs> no, because sometimes you're like, oh, this guy is, you're like, Get he's out. an evil genius. Like, yeah. he's figured it out. And like, he's sort of figured it out, but really halfway there, let's call it. But yeah, fine. he's fine. Yeah. But anyways, in the meantime, so I'm walking over here and I get a text from someone because obviously everything that's happened with Paradise, that they're yeah. canceling it and... And it's been really icky and weird, and it's just like who to trust here because yeah. everyone is so fame hungry. Well, and, and so this the story is basically yeah. that uh, two contestants on Bachelor in Paradise were blackout drunk, hooking up, and a producer got very upset because she felt like the people were not uh, sober enough to consent, which is a fair concern. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah. the bottom kind of fell out from there, and that um, both the people involved made statements and lawyers got involved. Like and all their sources are talking anonymously to places. Yeah, it's gotten confusing very quickly where it's... I usually feel like in these situations, even on the show, you can kind of see, like, what is this line of truth, mm-hmm. like, simmering within all the stuff. And this is, like, uh, I don't... I got, well, we've I got seen nothing. nothing. We've only read stuff in, like, the Daily Mail, which is 99% fake anyway, so yeah. right, true. So, you know, it's hard to know even... I mean, I have so many questions. So as I was walking here, apparently right. they're going to like re-up filming. Right. Even though they sent everyone home, Jorge's alone. You know, it's like there's not a lot happening in that <laughs> little town. Just making margaritas for no one. Stirring just until, until his hands are like claws. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they're coming back. But, yeah, it's so interesting yeah. because so the statement that they released, basically Warner Brothers, the production company, says, um, you know, they investigated the allegations. Um, they did an internal investigation. They conducted it with the assistance of an outside law firm. And they say that they looked at the tapes. They're not going to release them, which is unsurprising because they sound mildly pornographic. If they happened. I mean, this is where I get into, like, this black mirror place where right, I'm like, like what, you, what is in what the truth? Happened? Yeah. What happened? But the thing is, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's like— Mm-mm. 
and I, I literally read this walking here, so I'm right. still processing it, frankly, and the many layers of truth and non-truths and whatever happened. But to me, it's kind of like, clearly something happened. I, I just hope to God that this was a real thing that they were genuinely concerned about and that this everything we're hearing is true and that none of this was like thought over in advance. I mean, you like know what I mean? Like a cynical ploy for... Yeah. yeah, that would be a weird... I don't think they I would. I feel like yeah. they, ABC and you would know better having worked with them, but mm-hmm. from everything not, that I've done yeah. about reading and <laughs> writing about them for so long, they're very image conscious. Well, and they're so, family friendly. Right, and so yeah. everything that kind of with Bachelor in Paradise and kind of starting that show was like an attempt to basically take the like funnier kind of zanier parts of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and have this kind of spinoff show where sure. people who liked that could, could watch this also. Yeah. Um, but it all is, has been like a way more nuts on many levels show than the original ones. That being said, they're still very obsessed with what people think of them, like what goes down, like what it, it's all right. kind of so carefully controlled that it is weird that so much got out, maybe. Yeah, weird it's, and that it's this a bad happened. look. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. great. And that they decided to continue filming this season and are going to air it. That is nuts. I well, think. Well, that's what I mean. That's where that's where the cynical person in me who has worked in TV is like, look, it's one of their highest rated shows of the summer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, not to brag. Meanwhile, it's like my after show did very well <laughs> after Paradise, um, but. I'm surprised they're going back, but I also get it because from a financial standpoint, how do you just not yeah. go back? But then it's also this question of like, if anything did happen, how do you go back? It's it's a very I know, I don't know how space. and it's, they've already kind of struggled with handling serious issues on shows in the past, like mm-hmm. when contestants have died. Oh, I know. Like <gasps> things like that have always been Ugh. very weirdly presented. And this is like you know, all that stuff kind of happened off the show. And so then they kind of have to address it on the show. Well, this is like something it. that happened on the set of the show. Well, I already can picture in my mind sort of how they have to address it. I mean, there's, I, I would be, maybe I, there's one of two things that's going to happen. Either they're going to address it or maybe they're just going to start fresh. But mm-hmm. I feel like relationships have already kind of happened. Yeah. And if they don't address that, like I've, I've just heard from people tweeting at me because I don't like to spoil myself, but I know of certain couples who have gotten together. Yeah, So totally. how do you pretend that didn't happen? Like, I mean, right. it, yeah. it is a reality show. Like you can't have them fake never knowing each other because they're not good enough actors, you know? So I don't know. It's like, <laughs> well, and we'll are see. they Are they going to, do you think they're going to have Corinne and Demario, the two people involved I would, in this? I don't think God, so. They're just going to be done. I'm sure they'll cut them out. Those two. That would be, Those two. I mean, first of all. Someone got screwed there. And I mean, someone in that twosome got the short end of the stick. I just have to I say, like, possibly both of them. I feel yeah. like it's both of them for yeah, sure. Definitely. I, it's, this is like clearly something that went in a direction that like no one thought I know, it was I feel, going to. Honestly, that sucks. Because imagine like you go there. You want to have a good time. Obviously, they were going to be like, I mean, she for sure was going to be, let's call it the star right. of yeah. the season, which right. is not necessarily a good thing, but right. in that Chad kind of way, you know? So Yeah. And then the fact that they have like legal representation now, both of them, mm. there's probably like tons of stuff going on oh. behind the scenes with like settlements and like who knows what. PR people. I'll say right. right now, it's it's publicists, it's image people, you know, all people... I call it like fake jobs. Not all of them, not publicists, but like there are people who are like, oh, where we make images or whatever yeah. it is. So they're yeah. like discussing the tone, the producers who are all very smart. They're brilliant, really. And, and my opinion, this is my guess. I'm speaking as a fan of the show, someone who watches it, tweets it. They're going to have to address it. 
I don't think you start. It would be insane to not talk about it on the show. It actually yeah. is, if anything, a moment to talk about consent. A and teachable yeah. moment. A teachable moment. Thank you so much. And I, I think they're going to have to do it. And you know it's going to be the kind of thing that's going to end with it to be continued. It's going to be like <laughs> yeah. people going, what? Yeah. No. Like it's going to have clips of that. When we see the preview, it's going to be like, and Chris Harrison, like the event, you can't wait to not I mean, see. It's like on, very a, long. on a societal level, yeah. not to be a nerd, but it's kind of fascinating to me just because I cannot think of another instance when something like this has happened I agree. and a show has had to handle it it's in this on way. The real world, a couple times. Oh, right. I talked about it on yeah. Fresh Batch, my podcast. But the real world is yeah. like arguably realer, or at least used yeah. to be, than the show ever and was. And also, I think. all he did was pull her blanket off. Not that I'm saying that wasn't a problem. See, I'm thinking of something later. <gasps> you know, I heard about that too. I that was in San Diego, right? You're thinking the one I'm what? thinking of was actually during a challenge, and it was Tanya from Chicago. Oh, yes. oh right, got, watch challenge. Oh, she yeah. got like sexually assaulted by one of the yeah. guys. Yeah. I'm not, I'm trying to help you. You can make fun of me. Yeah, I get drunk and I fight and I, I get stupid and occasionally a boob falls out. But there is a line with me and you crossed it. I didn't touch it. And it was, I mean, they really blundered how they handled it. Yeah. <gasps> that sucks. Well, this is not, this is truly in the time that we've heard about this news breaking till today. Which is yeah. like, what, a little over a week? I would say Nothing. there have been 24-hour meetings, I'm guessing, of how oh, what bad. to do. And it's funny because Mike Fleiss uh, tweeted a few days ago, like, I forget, I don't want to like misquote him, but it was something like, you know, not over till it's over or something mm-hmm. that hinted that it was going to come back. Yeah. Um. I mean, listen, it's great publicity. Like, let, again, right. the cynic in me is like, well, everyone's talking about it, so everyone's going to watch it. I mean, not that they weren't going to anyways, but now especially out of like a morbid curiosity as to how they're going to handle it, you know. Yeah, I mean, and that says something about, I guess, like our grossness, but I also have already like leaned into the fact that I'm really gross, so... Yeah, gonna... we're all disgusting. We well, listen. Yeah, <laughs> I hosted the after show. I'm no better than you or you. I'm, <laughs> uh, but you know, and yeah. I don't even know if what's going to happen if there is an after show this sure. this summer. I'm hoping there is one. You know, welcome to ABC. You never know. But right, if there is, I do think at the very least for the first or second episode, whenever they address it, they have to do something afterwards to tell people to call. I hope they're listening to this, by the way, like a rape crisis hotline. Like yeah. you have yeah. to put information out there, otherwise. It's they're going to. I mean, there's no question about God, it. They're I looking so, yeah. at this now as like a something that they can like teach young people about, and or just know, like another a place where they could potentially really fuck up, and they know that people will call them out on that. So it's yeah. like I don't I'm think sure they're going to. No, yeah. they're very careful. You said yeah. it earlier. Like they're mm-hmm. listen. It's ABC. They're smart. It's yeah. No, Disney, I'm more meant it as a way sake. like they must be being extra careful just oh. because I'm sure they know like eyes will like people who weren't in the audience before are now going to be watching oh my very God. critically rightfully no they're gonna i bet you my guess if i'm right i need you to remind me in august okay. years, <laughs> is that they're gonna combine this whole first because how long could they have been there a week i mean they weren't there no, that, they it was were like there the, for like a few days few i days. think it was like nothing they'll combine that into a two hour long premiere with maybe or something and they're going to address it from the first episode and get it out of the way and then it's going to go into normal paradise yeah that's my guess. All right. And you're I'm, and Demario uh, and Corinne are going to come and talk about it. I guarantee it. It's just going to be they're going to make it into like an event. It's going to be a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm happy the show's coming back because it's my favorite show. And I'm not just saying that I love the show, but it's also like at what cost? Clearly. So, you know, yeah, of course, it seems to me like they figured it out. So let's hope that they did the right thing.
you are obviously deep into this, the Rachel Bachelorette season. Too deep. Um, like, pull me out. It <laughs> no, is I love like, it, but it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's like the best season in a really long time. Yeah, like, it's I, a good feel, season. I feel reinvigorated by it. Ben Higgins was one of my favorite seasons. I really loved that season. Yeah. I loved the people. It felt healthy and funny and good. And Plus, I like, agree you that and Ben had like kind of a bond. I feel oh, like I love him so much. Please, I feel like yeah, he's really charming. Thank you for that. I think I kind of feel like the show didn't really even do him justice. How charming he is! Like he goes on Juliet Lippman's podcast all the time mm. at, the, at the Ringer. Um, they like have such a chemistry that I'm like, oh, hold on, like maybe you guys should date. <laughs> like, no, he's, he's very it makes charming. Sense why he thought about going into politics because oh. he like has that that energy. And I think the Rachel, um, you know, being a lawyer, like she just knows how to talk to people. It's she really in. nuts. I yeah. said that this was the Bachelorette Judge Judy like Flintstones meets the Jetsons. I was looking for in my life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I watch Judge Judy every day along with The Price Is Right because I apparently am like on my deathbed. But the point is, I mean. Judge Judy is good no matter what age you are. She's genuinely the smartest person in America. Yeah. Like, not a question. I know you guys um, cover her a lot on Jezebel, which makes me happy. But yeah. I have to tell you that she's scary. Like, when she goes after them, it's a total switch in her. Even her eyes change because yeah. she's very sweet and, like, funny. And about Rachel, not Judge Judy, oh, though no. she is definitely as Judge her. Judy operates on a single wave. Yeah. Like <laughs> There's no—you know, I used to—shoot, when I lived in L.A., um— at the same studio that she shot Judge Judy at, and I became friends with Bird, the uh, bailiff. Oh. And he, I think, had, like, a crush wow. on me. And he used to show up in the office like I'd be in a meeting, and he'd, like, knock on the door, and he'd be like, oh, hey, Michelle, I'm just coming to say hi. And he'd be like, Bird, I'm really sorry. It was like, he's such a nice guy, but also I was like, I'm in a meeting. Yeah, you're like, this is... <laughs> I don't like to this brag. This is my career. But... <laughs> I can't let my relationships get in the way of my career. But no, Bird had it for me. He like brought me a signed headshot. I didn't ask for one. I have it still. But um, of him or of, of him, <laughs> he brought me. It's like I'm a dry cleaner, yeah. like on Seinfeld. He brought me a signed headshot, and then I remember I went to meet. I actually met Judge Judy, and you know I'm six foot one. She's like when people save baby birds in the nest yeah. and they bring yeah, it to like... Yeah, she's like four nine or she's something insane, mini. right? Yeah. Plus she's like in a big robe. Yeah. I know. Very, I also... Uh, I look great. Very um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Arguably bigger than Ruth. I feel like Ruth is even tinier yeah. than that yeah. in my mind. Ruth is like... She's like... <laughs> she's like a, you know, like, like a little Polly Pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I love Rachel. She's yeah. smart. She's pretty. She's... Very charming and funny, and she has—and I like a lot of the guys, too. I think she has a really good group of guys. She yeah. seems very genuine, yeah, which is, says a lot with this show. <laughs> it's hard to be genuine, I think, when—also, they work them there, like, I'm assuming, and I don't know this just from watching it— 20-hour days, yeah, it seems yeah. like they don't get a break. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you see, like, the sun rising during these rose ceremonies, and you're just like, oh, they must be so drunk they and so tired. They start so late. That's why they start them, I think, at, like, 10, so it's like— Get them nice and tired because that's really where the greatest things happen. Um, Peter Krause is from my hometown um, and we graduated the same year. Uh, (gasps) From the same high school? No, this is what I I was mistaken because a friend on Facebook and this is I misled Kate for months. I was bereft when I but found I out the like, I'm fuming already <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know what happened. <laughs> a high school friend uh-huh. was like tagged him on Facebook and was like, oh man, my, like my boy Peter Krause from high school. And I was like, how do I not like remember this like extreme hot person from like, I wasn't doing anything in high school besides like trying to find somebody Guy, hot to look yeah, at. Yeah. Like, it's like, how do I not remember this person at all? And then I found out he's from a rival high school and it was like a sports <gasps> friendship. Also, was the TMZ got ways. his high school photo, which yeah. of course I sent Maddie immediately. And um, 
He just looked kind of yeah. He, he looked looks, like a dork. He's my he's, he's more my type in that photo because he looks like a manager at Foot Locker, <laughs> and that's I always I call it mall hot. Like now he's like hot as shit, hot like yeah. scary hot. Like I don't I wouldn't be myself around him. I already know. No. I'd be like anyways. Like I would completely become my own nightmare. But um, no, he was like mall hot in those pictures. He's he has like an earring and like kind of like the short oh my god and bangs. charming. Ugh. Yeah, you think it's real? I think it's real. I and have so to. Polite. I think it's well, real. Well, so this is where He's I really do good have manners. Yeah. Some so. info <sighs> is that um, just kind of like through the Madison, Wisconsin gossip channels I'm, that it's I have. Gotta be sizzling hot, by the way. Yes. Um, like, basically, no one has a bad word to say about him. Like, oh, his, like, you know, friends are friends are his ex-girlfriends mm-hmm. and that type of thing. And they're like, no, the nicest guy, the sweetest gentleman. Hot just, as shit. I feel like he's going grayer as the season goes on, which is, like, I know, my favorite. I love that shit. It looks so good. It is. I mean, I almost wonder if he, like, put baby yeah. pattern in his hair. Because yesterday I was like, this motherfucker black and white. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, got, like, hair. true salt and pepper. Yes. Yeah, maybe he, like, did a little Just for Men early on. And then, like, now that he's in it and he knows yeah. that they have a connection he's just letting it fade it's out it's like survivor they don't let you bring it last night you saw like i maybe i'm just like a gross close watcher that's right but um you could see like the chest hair growing back in of the guys who shave their chests so seinfeld <laughs> i do love a seinfeld reference don't you know what's gonna happen every time you shave it it's gonna come in thicker and fuller and darker oh that's an old wives tale is it look at this He's my second favorite, Peter Krause. Because <laughs> obviously the first one is I think Narm. of that every time I think of, and then I think of Narm. Narm, Michelle, you're on, you're on my whole wavelength. Save okay. wavelength. Yeah. You you show me Peter Krause, either one. Yeah. Narm, in my mind. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, That's, I'm still affected by that scene. It's a reference to, um, I mean, we can spoil you know, this because it's been... 25 fucking years. Um, But Peter Krause's character, Nate Fisher, has a stroke and he is trying to say, like, my arm hurts. And he goes, Narm. And so he's on six feet under, right? Yeah. Okay. And somehow he's like, arm, arm, Narm, Narm. And then you're, but like watching it, you're like, Narm. Like, is he dead? I mean, it's scary as shit. My arm is numb. Numb arm. Numb arm. Narm, Narm. Nate! What's the matter? And it's also like that was such an amazing role and such an amazing character, but oh. he will forever just be Narm to so many people. I mean, he's Narm to me. When I was in, um, I want to say college, I was visiting, I'm from Miami Beach originally. And actually, my most famous alum from my high school was the guy who ate that other guy's face. Remember that story? Oh, oh my graduating God. class. Yes. Yeah, I don't like to brag, but anyways, it is what it is. <laughs> um, so that's all. Maddie looks. Legitimately <laughs> shocked right now. I don't like that. To just brag. wasn't where I, my head was at. That's where mine always. And no pun intended. Thank God it wasn't there. But um, yeah. no. So <laughs> I am from Miami, and when I was visiting my parents, I was with my brother and his then girlfriend, then wife, now ex-wife. And um, long story, <laughs> what a journey. That was a real six feet under, like a very run Lola run yeah. moment of ours. But. Anyways, we were seeing the movie Unbreakable with um, Samuel L. Jackson. And sure. I remember, like, that M. Night Shyamalan movie and uh, Bruce Willis. And we were sitting in the theater Thanksgiving night. We had a huge meal. I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I had a NARM moment where I was like, NARM, NARM, like, could not feel my entire arm. Grabbed my brother. I was like, well, you have to take me to the hospital. I think I also, it was like a delayed reaction to smoking pot. For sure, because yeah. I'm not a good – I don't smoke weed anymore, but it was like something in my system just went berserk, and yeah. I could not feel my arm. And they had to, like, take me to the ER on Thanksgiving night, and there were, like, all these, like, lovely people working there 
Thanksgiving. It was empty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just people who ate too much. They were like, you ate too much. <laughs> they gave me an EKG. They were like, like, you're no, completely fine. like, no, it's my norm. I was like, but my norm. It, this was pre <laughs> yeah. six feet under for sure. When is six feet under in the 90s? Uh, I feel like it. Like it, early 2000s it ended, I think. Yeah, I think like yeah. 2003 or 2004. Five to 2005 is when it had its finale. Yeah, so this was pre-Narming. Because that was like Christmas Cena's like kind of his breakout role. I'm so glad yes. you shared. I just felt the need because I was no, like, I you. had the nerve. Well, it's scary because they always say your heart attacks start when your arm feels fucked up. So I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. Join yeah. Unbreakable. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, and then you got that EKG. <sighs> I really did. I was like a hot doctor. I was like, doctor. I had like the gown <laughs> the wrong way. I was like, oops, it goes backwards. Anyways. <laughs> It was a real moment for everyone involved. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, take a look. I was like, are these okay? No. <laughs> um, my brother's in the room. I'm like, leave. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> God, get out of here. My brother's so crazy. Anyways. <laughs> so, so crazy. Yes. But this season is good. I love Dean, too. Did, remember when we thought we were going to hate Dean? I did until this episode this <gasps> week. Yeah, he was so sweet. Oh, I mean, he's mom. too young for her. He's 25. I think we all know that. Yeah. You know? How old is she? 32? Yeah, but he's like young. Like she's, I think, old soul. I think he's like a baby. I'm an old soul, but I, I'm i an elderly, like geriatric soul. You know, 25, 26. I mean, I'm not going to say that it happens to me all the time, but <laughs> when it does, I'm not like, no. Right. You're too young. It's yeah, like, no, you're hot it. as shit. And you're <laughs> Don't or ugly carry even. me around just because you can. <laughs> Who do you think will be in top four? Um, Kenny, I feel. You don't think so? Kenny. I, I don't like know. Him. I like him. I don't like Josiah very much. I know, but I feel bad saying it because of his backstory. Oh, I've been I forgot very, about that. See, I'm I'm always in with the backstory. I'm yeah, very that was hesitant. really the, the one that stood out too. I'm hesitant to say anything about I mean, they all have sob stories. I really yeah. hated how Lee tried to get in yesterday with his <sighs> grandfather's cancer and then that fucking creepy block. I was like Lee is disgusting. Well, he's unhorrible. Well, he looks like Django Unchained. I mean, there's something I, there that I said today that like he looks like the creepy brother from Get Out. <laughs> he really does. And it, it once I realized that I was like upset. I don't need to worry about this anymore. Someone <laughs> the, said young Sean Spicer on my Twitter uh, account. That's which also is good. Also very right. <laughs> the yes. description I came out up with was mm. very Django, which was that he is like the plantation master's really shitty son who then like dies because he got drunk and was crushed by a wagon wheel. Oh my god, this story. <laughs> Write that. Yeah. Write that. That yeah. is so good. Um, I wrote down two words that were used uh, last night. Oh, no. Um, two uh, contestants used the term disingenuine. Lee rubs me the wrong way. He speaks in a, a way that I find to be very disingenuine, and it makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, wow, I didn't notice that. Or if I did, it didn't stick. It's like, that's a reality show word, by the way. Disingenuine. That's so reality. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah you can yeah. like see like Sonia Morgan being like, you're disingenuine to me, you oh, know? Love her. Mm -hmm. um, and then Kenny said... I'm going to have to assuade Rachel. I try to, like, assuade her that I'm not some aggressive, dangerous human, which is absurd. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. By the way, I would love to be assuaded, just, like, draped in suede. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just suede me. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, and then it was funny because it was, like, all about a spelling bee. It's yeah. true. And yeah. some of them did great. The bee was fun. The I really enjoyed it. Schmuck. Yeah. Yeah. A non-Jewish person smelling schmuck correctly deserves the main It was main way more sure. fun than, like, so many of those, I don't know, competitions. I just am so bored by it. But when that they was make like, them get violent and stuff, like I football. Liked, yeah, I really hate those. They're boring to me. But don't I, trick me into watching sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't come here for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was particularly funny how much they kept kind of emphasizing how, like, it was proof of their intelligence. And, like, I don't disagree that, like, 
knowing to spell is helpful and good. But like I, some of the smartest people I know are not good spellers. Or That's it's like, true. especially not after a day of drinking on a boat. Right. Like I was thinking how like, I think I'm pretty smart. And I feel like if someone was like, Champagne. We went to Monster Trucks on Sunday. Did you? And I feel like, or Saturday, and I feel like if someone like at the end of that oh, was yeah. like, hey, do a spelling bee. Spell coitus. I would just be like, <laughs> I'd be like, K-O-Y. <laughs> wait a minute. Coitus. I know. I'm like, coitus, wait, who, tell me about the Monster Truck thing. You're writing about it, so you probably don't want no, to. No, no we didn't. It was just, you just want for, for pleasure. It's <laughs> just to Can we hang socialize. out? I'm not even joking. Like, Please. I never get invites to anything fun. That like really sounds good. Kate's boyfriend just w- sent out an invite, was just like, hey, does everybody want to go to Monster Trucks? Where was it? In New at Jersey. Where else <laughs> would it hilarious. be? That's where I saw Beyonce. It was in Central Park. The- <laughs> <laughs> it was at Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah, yeah, that's hysterical. And it was fun. It was so much fun. I experience. would go for the people watching. Yes. That's why I go to Jersey. And I love Jersey. But- if you don't like kids, I wouldn't go. There were a lot of kids. Yeah. A lot of mm. families. I mean, it was the day before Father's Day, so. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I think they probably, like, it was probably oh, like a Father's Day thing. interesting. That's really funny. I would go 100%. It's like. Yeah, we drank Bud Light out of straws. My school. favorite activity. I love that. I really you like guys, a lid and a straw. Next time you're in. I really would love to come. I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> it's funny. I was at, um, I just found out yesterday that there was a Medieval Times in Budapest. <laughs> medieval Times is incredible. Well, I've been You've to been, Medieval right, Times. Yeah. In, is it different there? Yes, because Whoa. it's like Hungarian. I'm Hungarian, so I can like, I love Budapest. So the food is even heavier? Before it became like a Nazi stronghold, which is what I'm talking today. Um, <laughs> it was like, I studied abroad there. It's like a beautiful city. Oh, but, it's so cool. Oh, it's great. So many baths. So we asked, um, we had a, a server yesterday, a Romanian girl, and my friend is going to Budapest in a couple months. So he goes, oh, any recommendations? She goes, yes. She goes, Sir Lancelot in Budapest is amazing. It's They bring you everything in like huge bowls and they stack everything. So it's like meat, corn, rice, like all in a big serving thing. And I just feel like hung- anything Hungarian is going to be like off brand. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's never going to be like really well done. I mean, the museums are like an embarrassment, like the ugliest. <laughs> it's my people. Listen, they invented the Rubik's Cube. God bless. Yeah. They came up with the word for car. Great. That's it. God, like, look that's at your head. facts. I didn't know either. You know, it's so only much about Hungary. Things. Well, it's my it's my lineage. This is like a little bit of a blue story. Mm. Um, Ooh, but blue. Look out! I've never done drugs. Really? <laughs> but no, I have. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, um, you don't. But if I no had kidding. the only time yeah, on. I have ever been to medieval times, um, I was allegedly rolling <laughs> really <laughs> and i have never had more of a fun time i don't <gasps> recommend it to people it could go the wrong way for i me. literally tell you that way. i it would for me because yeah. the one time i did that was at coachella like oh. four years ago and i was arguably the biggest person at coachella like everyone's in their like you know yeah crocheted bikini tops and i was in like a full kimono <laughs> right don't even ask and I was drinking Red Bull, and I had done—I licked some powder off a guy's finger. I remember the guy's name. I don't remember how much I took. Sure. And I was fine. Um, and then I remember I was talking to someone, and all of a sudden, my scalp felt like in Home Alone when Joe Pesci opened the door and a blowtorch, like, burned, yeah. singed his scalp. <laughs> That's how his hat got taken off. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Well, my scalp— felt like it was on fire and I had to like walk away from a conversation without saying anything, which by the way, later, it's like one of the benefits of being a comedian because I was so embarrassed by it. I was like, I, it was like a celebrity and I like walked away. And then later him and his friends were like, you are hilarious. Like, remember when you just like walked away before and I'm like, classic me. <laughs> yeah. It's like walking away during conversations. I'm but, quirky. Yeah. I'm crazy, but I, 
fucking hated it. And then later that night, we went to the neon car. By the way, the one and only time I will ever go to fucking Coachella because it was, it's not I'm my say speed. That was like no. maybe your first mistake. Well, I for sure <laughs> should have gone to Medieval Times. I made a huge mistake. I would have been much more comfortable. And there's a great outlet right by the Medieval Times in Orange <laughs> County. But anyways, the point is, is that then um, we went to the neon carnival, which I remember I saw Leonardo DiCaprio there. <gasps> and his oh, hat wow. You was... really piqued Maddie's interest. Oh, oh. She's girl. the ultimate Leo like, I almost got run over on a bicycle by him. Okay. But anyways, he had his hat pulled down so far over his face that he had like fat Albert eye holes like in the top of his hat. It was wild. And um, I felt fine. But then I shot like a fake gun like they have like carnival games set up. And the sound of the gun frightened me so much that I started crying in the middle. It was just like and this was not that long ago. It was maybe like four years ago or something. But I'm not a good drug person. No, it's not I my mean, thing. I think I've. Of all the drug experiences I've had, the vast majority have been bad, which is why, and I'm I'm not agree. being like full of shit right now. It's like why I like haven't done them in several years. But it's a better um, life. I mean, I I'm a great um, alcoholic. No, yeah. I'm a great. I drink, meaning I can have wine. I'm fine. I don't get angry. I get really fun, and then I get tired and I go to bed. It's like great. Yeah, yeah. I just know that I ended the night thinking I was picking up a cup of coffee that was actually a cup of tomato soup, and it was a unpleasant surprise. That's hysterical. But that's I love how this turned into like a PSA. Kids, don't Yeah, you're going to end up drinking tomato soup. But you might catch the rose from the yellow night like I did. Did you? Yes. I probably shoved like a little kid. I was just like, give it to me. I love pushing children. Yeah. When I go to Century 21, watch out, kids. Yeah. I'm shoving well, you right out of the way. that's not a place for them. <laughs> I agree. It's an adult place. I agree. I have to return something there and it's like already past the date. But um, <laughs> no, when I went to Mutable Times, we took our photo and then there was a stack of reject pics that like no one bought. And I took it. I think the guy let me take it, but it was these two kind of hot you guys who are like you there. You someone else's photo. Yeah, with the rose. It's on my fridge. With the rose um, behind them, like posing so sweet, but they're like such like high mask bros. Oh, I love it's it. It's the best. I mean, it's wonderful. So I have that in my oh home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll send you a picture If you're of it. listening and you know from the description yeah, Michelle stole your Super photo. two bros, but it's like so touch. sweet because it's such a romantic picture. It's yeah. like the most wonderful thing. I love it. Well, I hope they eventually got to work that out on each other. Oh, me too. Next <laughs> season. This season on Bachelor in Paradise. That's how they could really take our um, attention away from what's happened. Definitely. All the guys look up at each other. I'm like, <sighs> this season is insane. Yeah, like get really progressive. and Yes. It's all so gay anyway. We're just like all these men working out in a house. I know. Nothing else to do but, Fighting you know. and take it out on each other. Yeah, so great. Touch and maybe kiss a little bit. Oh my god! I'm okay, like, this is getting happened. really rated. <laughs> I have R. to say something. That's like why I want to read like a tell-all about this show because 100% that's happened. Anyway, Michelle. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much Such for a coming. Fan yeah, of your thank website, you for May coming. I just add because I said it to you when I met you, but. I read it every day, multiple times a day. It never gets old. I'm a jazz head. What do you call it? What do you call people oh, like me? I don't know if people I call like, us that, I, but I'm fine with it. I'm a jazz head. Thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast, and thank you to Michelle Collins. Our show is produced by Levi Sharp with editorial oversight by Kate Dries. Madana Mofidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. This episode was mixed by Jamie Colazzo. Want to send us a tip or let us know what you think? Hit us up at dirtcast at Jezebel.com. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Dirtcast.